So this technique is about looking at your business and looking at everything that you and your team do and categorizing it into must continue, can be paused, can be stopped. And that technique in itself gives some clarity about what it is that you are trying to survive. What, what are the things that you have to focus on rather than focusing on everything? Welcome to Laugh Lonely Podcast Show Season 2. Simplify your systems to amplify your results. I am JC Jeanette Cremor. I interview amazing guests to hear their stories and we share practical advice to plan and implement your business projects. Hope you enjoy this episode. Hi listeners, welcome to another episode. Um, it's been tough for me to, to think about what do I do during these times? Do I actually jump on the bandwagon like everyone else and give advice around what to do during this uh, chaos of COVID-19? Or do I keep plodding along with my planned episodes of guest interviews, etc. And so I've decided to um, share some tips um, this episode and the next one um, before I return to my guest interviews. Uh, look, I think in this situation, in my analogy, we've hit an iceberg. And in this case, it's COVID-19. We knew it was around. We knew what to look for. And yet we feel we're sinking. And our first reaction in these situations is always do whatever we can to survive. The context I'm going to be sharing with you today is about business. And yet I know that I've actually used this technique for myself with my family um, and my own personal sanity. And this is not going to be easy. Um, it may sound simple. It's going to be tough, it's going to be uncomfortable, but it will give you a sense of control and confidence to keep going. I've been involved in many disasters, uh, community disasters in Queensland government, and I've learnt a pattern of how to react and how to plan to get through these chaotic situations. Um, this one um, I'm not quite sure because I've never experienced uh, a pandemic before. My experiences have been um, cyclones, um, community safety, industrial um, action and things like that. So although I have um, techniques, I know that um, they've worked for every other situation and I've had a chaos or a disaster to work through and um, this has been helping the clients that I've been working with so far. So I thought I would share it with you um, as well. So during chaos, as I said, our first reaction is really just to survive. But it's the strategic thinking and the planning for recovery that will get us to safer waters. Um, in this episode, I'll share with you my two stages that you can uh, manage now. And that is what to do right now. And what to do next. Get a pen and paper, um, get a whiteboard, uh, sit back and just absorb this and replay if you uh, need to rethink what I've talked about or jump online and book some time with me. 
to talk more. Or alternatively, um, every fortnight I have a chat with JC online virtually. And so join me there and we can talk more. But what to do now? This is, this is chaos management uh, of doing what has to be done today for the safety of your staff and the financial stability of your business. I get it. You've closed your doors, you're letting staff go, or for um, someone like myself, I'm working with a client and they are able to continue business because they are a virtual team. And so for them, it's, it's normal to some degree, or mostly, their changes have been quite minimal. But I've also gone through these steps with them, although they are affected only by um, personal contact. Everything else that they do in their business um, is continuing. So these are the things that I uh, share with my clients um, and I'm sharing with you today. Hope it helps. So what to do now? It's, it's about getting a whiteboard, uh, talking it through, jotting it down on sticky notes, whatever the technique is for you, but we've got to get it out. And it is about these three things. What must we continue? What can be paused and what can be stopped? Now, when you think about that, what must continue? That is your vital and what the government is calling essential services. So if you're in a business and you're an essential service, you must continue because the government and the community are relying on you to continue to provide that service or those products. What can be paused? There's some things that you do every day or every week or every month that may not be um, vital at this time. And you can actually acknowledge that they're important, but they're not urgent. And they're the things that we can pause. And then there's the items or the activities or the projects that can be stopped. What's something that if we stop doing it today, that it's not going to break us. They can be identified and put into a backlog or in a think about it later bucket. Um, they can be rubbed off and said that was a good idea, but I'm never going down that path, whatever it is. So this technique is about looking at your business and looking at everything that you and your team do and categorizing it into must continue, can be paused, can be stopped. And that technique in itself gives some clarity about what it is that you are trying to survive. What, what are the things that you have to focus on rather than focusing on everything? The second thing is know your numbers. And when I know mean by numbers, I mean, you gotta love your numbers, um, not just in business every day, but in absolutely now. And your numbers have to be about what is the minimal amount of funds that you need every week or every month to continue. Remember, we've already categorized what can be paused and stopped. So we're not worrying about those. It's the what, what we must continue. So what are the numbers around we must continue? And um, what's our fixed costs? Um, and what is something that we can negotiate as well? As pause. So it might be a subscription, it might be a rental, it might be a, um, 
a fee that you're paying and you actually can approach someone and say, we still want to continue, but I actually need to pause right now. So see how that thinking of continue, pause and stopped can be applied throughout everything that you're doing now. And it also includes the numbers. And the numbers are about um, your budget, your bank, um, your staff, uh, your, your vendors, your clients. Um, and yeah, so that's really the second thing. The third thing is communicate. And I say communicate, communicate, communicate. No, I don't have a starter. It's just so important. And when I say communicate, it really is about communicating to your staff, to your clients and to your industry. And when you're looking at your numbers, you might actually communicate to your client that while we had a fixed fee, monthly subscription arrangement, you might actually offer them, we want to continue supporting you, but we're going to pause your payments for two months to help you out financially or whatever it is that you have now done. So this is about stacking. So we've done the assessment of continue, pause, stopped. We've looked at our numbers and applied the same technique. Now we're looking at communicating to our staff, our clients and our industry partners and, and giving them confidence you are continuing for these things. You're pausing this, but we're stopping this. And what can they do to help you and what can you do to help them? And so hopefully you're starting to see a bit of a pattern in this. And the fourth thing is what can we do differently now? Is there something that we're continuing, but we might be able to um, adapt it slightly? And what everyone is doing at the moment is they're continuing their consulting services, but they're doing it virtually. They're doing it from home. They're doing it online. They're doing it over the phone. So although they are continuing those services, they're doing something different. Another client I'm working with is also not is working virtually and working from home, they're actually using an existing process of another company to get their product out. So think about how you can leverage what you're doing now by just doing something slightly differently. And the last thing to wrap all that up is to map it all out and tick it off as you get things done because this gives you a sense of progress, gives you a sense of control, and it gives you a sense of calm, or as much calm as possible as our days change. But we've had a couple of weeks of reaction of every day there is new information, new instruction, new direction. And I'm feeling that this is the right time now for everyone to really get this process of um, what I called what to do now when there is chaos and summing up again it's about what you continue what you pause what you stop know your numbers communicate 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 what can you do differently map it out tick it off and have a sense of progress 
Although this is tough times for some, there is silver lining in everything that we do. There is opportunity when we look different, we look at things differently. I know myself in my business, I've actually had a silver lining and it was not something that I thought I was going to get out of this. And my silver lining is that I've actually been able to help more clients in a group session than what I would be if I was doing one-on-ones. And that to me is giving back my time, but having a bigger impact and helping more people. So yeah, so there's a silver lining in everything. It's just at these times we have to think strategically. We have to think above the drowning water. We have to be on top of that iceberg, not below the water and, and have a sense of drowning. If you do that right now, that's your first step forward. And the next part, the next stage of this strategic thinking and planning for recovery is what to do next. Now, recovery planning is not a one-step process when you open your doors and you invite all your customers back and they return. That is actually not how recovery does. If you can think even of the, um, the sadness of fires, you know, our recent fires here in Australia, um, cyclones, when there is flood, uh, when there is trauma, when that all disappears, when the fire gets put out and the rain stops, everyone just doesn't open up to day one and go, oh, we're back to some normality. No, recovery planning is a methodical process of linking your vision and your practical actions. And there's a time frame that I actually get people to work with. So if, can you think about now what's going to look like when you do open your doors again or when there is some normality? It's not an immediate now to then. It's actually what I call you put your foot on the accelerator gradually. And you need to know what you can fast forward and what you actually have to put more effort in to doing. And if you think about your recovery timeline as what does it look like on day one, on week one, on month one, and then I start rolling into month three, month six, and month 12. So that gives you a 12-month view of your recovery. And even in um, situations like COVID-19, this is still relevant. And it may be longer term than 12 months, your recovery plan. But if you can focus now strategically and think about those things that I talked about earlier, it will give you a sense that you're already on the road to recovery. You've already started to get back control and you're focusing on the things that matter. You're eliminating the noise. Um, you're eliminating other people's opinions. Pardon me. And you're really focused on what's important for you and your business. What's important for you and your staff and what's important for you and your clients. So if you want to know more, as I mentioned earlier, um, jump on my website, book time in my calendar, and I'm more than happy to have a 30-minute chat with you. Or alternatively, Join me every second Tuesday night for Chat with JC, where we talk through these big and small issues that are getting in our way of um, our success and what I call eating our elephant. 
um, hang in there, everyone. I know I'm exhausted um, emotionally and mentally um, midweek, and I actually take time out on a Thursday to recharge. And then I take a little bit more time out Saturday to spend with my daughter and granddaughter because um, they are the only ones that I've got to contact with at the moment. I've got no other physical contact with anyone else in the world other than my daughter and granddaughter. Um, and so hang in there, trust yourself, you can do this. And as everyone's saying, you're not in it alone. We're doing this together. Cheers. Thank you for listening. I would love for you to subscribe, tell others about the show and share with them the insights you gain to help you and your team. Until next time, keep smiling.